0: You're listening to the Cheer Biz Podcast, where we dive into the business of running and owning your gym. Join us as we speak to industry experts, business gurus, and discuss how we can take your passion and turn it into profit. Let's get to it. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Cheer Biz Podcast. I'm your host, Dan Cotton, and today we are talking about why we fear failure. Now, before we get into the episode, make sure that you've headed over to Cheer and Gymnastics Gym Owners on Facebook if you are a gym owner. If you're a gym owner and coach, head over to All Star Cheer Coaches and Owners where you can get into some great conversation there. And last but not least, make sure you've gone over to nextgenowners.com and you have subscribed to be a part of our blogs. And you've booked a call with Justin. Learn about what the Academy can do for you and how it can change your business. And as always, please share this podcast with anyone you think needs to hear it, whether they're a gym owner, another business owner, uh, a coach, an athlete. We're going to be talking about why we fear failure and how we can prevent that, Some, some other mindsets to take in regard to failure. So the reason I'm talking about failure, and I know I talk about camp a lot in episodes, but I did just get back from it, and it's a big part of my life, is one of the things that we do at camp is we do something called campfire, which is sitting around a campfire, but we do it so athletes can get to know each other on a deeper level. And when we do campfire, we ask questions, and then athletes share. And one of the possible questions that we ask is, what is your deepest fear? And this is always a great question uh, for the kids, and it helps us really understand them a little bit better. And their fears tend to revolve around two things. One is the loss of someone or something that they really care about. They, They fear that loss. And the other, the other most common, is a fear of failure in some way, shape, or form. Fear of you know not making their parents proud, or a fear of not achieving a goal, or a fear of failing at school, or failing at life, or not measuring up. And that fear of failure is oftentimes crippling. Now, I hear this not only from athletes, but I hear it from business owners all the time, too. And they may not say, I fear failing, but they say, well, I'm not going to do that because it may not work or I am not ready or I'm scared to do it. And I talked in the last episode about doing what scares you. And oftentimes the reason that it is scary is you're afraid of failing. And that fear of failure causes you to to freeze, to be paralyzed and not make that decision or not do that thing because you are afraid you will make that failure. So why is it? Why do we fear failure so much? Why is this so common? And the real reason is it is literally programmed into our DNA. It is biological evolutionary imprinting. Now we live in a really, really great world. We live in a, um, you know, Third world countries, uh, not third world countries, we live in first world countries. And we live in, you know, an age where our poorest people are more wealthy than the wealthiest people uh, at other times on earth. And so we grow, we live in a very, very wonderful society. Whether you live in America or Canada or the UK or Australia, you live in. A, a great space. If you're listening to this podcast, you're listening to it on a computer, you're listening to it on a device that has more information than all of the libraries combined in the 1500s. You know, like there was just, so, there's so much information and knowledge and, and things at your fingertips, food, we can get it from a vending machine. Um, and, but we, historically, didn't have that. And historically, failure, like evolutionary, failure potentially meant you died, potentially meant you didn't have enough food. If you failed at your farm, you may not be able to feed your family in the winter. And so evolutionary perspective, failure was a life or death thing. So it is programmed into us to have an Uh, apprehension towards failure. Now, I come from a profession where this actually started to be a reality for me, where if I own a gym, right, and I fail at coaching my team well, we don't win. Um, Now, there is some risk in there, like if you talk about spotting, you know, if I fail to spot someone correctly, they could get injured. But in my law enforcement profession, you know, if i didn't search a suspect correctly and they were armed, they might kill me, and there's officers who've lost their lives that way. If i failed to control a situation, i could be seriously harmed or killed. So i can understand it from that perspective a little bit better because i've lived it. I lived it in the military, you know, when you fail, you or someone else might die. When you when you do it in the law enforcement profession, you or someone else might die. But in the cheer and gymnastics world, Most of the time, our failures are their losses of money, their losses of time, their losses of relationships, which all matter to us, but uh, they're not at the same level of losing your life or someone else losing their life. And I, I just bring this up to say, we have a fear of failure because it is programmed into us from an evolutionary standpoint. So you've got to know that everyone has that natural fear of failure. Some people have a better control over that fear, but everyone has it. There's, it, the only reason you wouldn't have that fear of failure is it maybe if you were uh, psychopathic and you were so narcissistic that you had no fear of failure because you did not even believe it was a possibility for you to fail. But failure is baked into the cake. You are going to fail at things in life. And yet we are so afraid of it. And we're so afraid of it because of that, that biological imprinting and also because we have now come to psychologically put some falsehoods on it so that brings me to my number two point why we fear failure so much is we believe failure says something negative about us we believe it says something like we are not good enough or we didn't try hard enough like there is a a preconception that when you fail at something it is due to you um being lesser than or not worthy, or you being wrong. And that's really not the case because I would tell you that it's in most cases, it's incorrect in many circumstances. That it's not because it says something negative about you, it actually says something positive about you. Now, the result may have been negative in that it failed, but you were willing to take the risk of failure. You actually You actually tried and that trying is much, much better than the negative of the failure because you have to attempt new things. So we fear it because we fear it because we psychologically tell us it says something about us. And this is something that I personally deal with. I have a huge um, desire to not fail people I care about and that oftentimes ironically, will lead me down a path of failing at things because I prioritize the wrong things, because I prioritize my utility to other people. And we have to be aware of what's going on in our heads psychologically so we can combat that. It it takes active effort to combat those natural instincts that you have that you've developed over time. And I would just again echo, failing doesn't say Anything negative about you. It says there was an error in your process, but it doesn't mean that you yourself are a failure. It just means that thing failed. And which brings me to my third point, which is the things that are worth doing in life are things that can fail. And just because it does fail doesn't mean it's a bad idea. So things that are easy and have no probability to fail are really not important. They're not exciting. um, And They're not the things that are going to get you out of bed. The things that are going to get you out of bed are the things that have the possibility to fail. And if you're listening to this podcast, you're an entrepreneur, so you know that there is a a risk of failure at any time. Or you're a coach, which means you're into sports, which means you know that failure is possible at any time. But we have to attempt things that have the possibility to fail for that worthwhileness and I, I already mentioned, but just because something fails once doesn't mean it was a bad idea. It doesn't mean that it wasn't worth doing. Uh, I'll relate this back to our business. One of the things that we learned, uh, there was a period of time where Danielle and Shelly and Rihanna and I, we were all kind of trying to elevate our business game. And we all started doing trials around the same time, doing a paid trial. And Danielle's trials went gangbusters. They sold like crazy online. And Shelly did okay. Rihanna did pretty well. And we did not. Like we had, I think after we launched our first set of trials online and we did our Facebook promotion, we did all the ad stuff that we were, we thought we were supposed to be doing. We did like five sales in a month which sucks. Like it was nothing super exciting. All Overall, a failure. We spent more on time and energy and marketing than we made from those five people joining. And ironically, actually, one of the people who joined was from uh, like signed up, but then they got the phone number for another gym. It was a whole mess uh, from a website perspective. And that would have been arguably a failure. And we easily could have said, it just doesn't work for us. This failed doesn't work. It's not worth doing. But that doesn't mean that the idea itself was bad. It just means that something went wrong in the implementation. It failed at that moment, but it doesn't mean that it's the wrong step. Another example would be early on in our gym ownership, around four years in, uh, we went through kind of an ownership change. and We brought in some new staff and we knew that we needed to have some delegation. We knew that we needed to have people in place to kind of be in like director style roles. And so we had delegated a director style role to someone uh, to be our tumbling director. And they were someone who wasn't raised in our gym. Um, you know, we met them through they worked camps and we, we were, thought we were friends. And I will tell you this, it went horribly. It did not work well at all. Um, They weren't happy. We weren't happy. The whole thing was a hot mess. And we ended up parting ways not under the best circumstances um, in terms of we actually had to let this person go. And... Uh, we easily could have said, "Well, that failed, right? Our effort to have a tumbling director failed, and therefore, it is not worth doing because we'll just do it ourselves." But that would have been the wrong approach. It doesn't mean it wasn't worth doing. It means we executed it poorly, and there were a lot of errors on our end, right? We made a lot of missteps. We didn't have clearly communicated expectations. We Um, didn't deal with problems as soon as they came up. We kind of let things slide and we made a lot of errors in that that we learned from. And so we could have said, well, it failed and therefore we suck and therefore it's not worth doing, but that's not actually the case. We had to learn from it and now we have an amazing tumbling director who absolutely crushes it. So just because something fails doesn't mean it's a bad idea. It may have been a great idea. Now, one of the advantages of being in the academy and uh, having a business coach, having someone like me talking to you on a biweekly basis about your business is we have failed for you. We have had those failures. We've learned through those trials and tribulations, and you get to reap the rewards of that because we've done it. And we do this all the time in the world. Um, It may seem like, well, really, does that work that way? Yes, it does. Think about the light bulb. The light bulb took 1,000 failures to get the answer correct, to come up with the actual light bulb. It took uh, Thomas Edison 1,000 tries, I believe is what uh, they say. And now we all enjoy it and we don't have to fail to turn on a light. We don't have to attempt and attempt and attempt to get the filaments right. We just are enjoying the fruits of that labor. And that's just a singular example. Almost everything we use came from a mountain of failures that they eventually found success and now we are all able to enjoy it. And so the same thing happens in the academy. We help you enjoy the fruits of our failures. We've been there. We've done it. We've made those failures. Are you going to have some of your own along the way? Absolutely. But we're going to help you get through those even faster, and you're going to get to take advantage of all of the things we've learned through our own failures. I want you to think about failure from the perspective of sport. If you're listening to this, you're most likely a coach. And so thinking about it from the perspective of sport, how many times does an athlete fail at a skill before they master it? How many times does a stunt drop before it hits more consistently? Failure is a part of the process, and although the point is to work through it, it should be welcomed, not avoided, right? We don't want to continue failing, but we should welcome the fact that failure is a part of the process and not avoid it. And we are so consistently doing that as business owners and we fear it. We fear that failure. We fear taking that risk because, well, I might not succeed. Yeah, you might not the first time and maybe you won't the 20th time, but maybe the 21st you do. And maybe that 21st time is the time that takes you to a million dollars in revenue. So you've got to push through those moments, push through those hesitations and welcome failure and fail forward quickly. That is really the ultimate goal. So as you leave the podcast, you know me, I like to write things down. So write them down and reflect. Write down every failure you can think of that you have made in your business. Write them all down, right? Take some time, you know, uh, grab a Coke, grab a LaCroix, whatever it is, sit down, make a list. And it should probably be pretty long. Uh, It may take some time to think about all of them. And then I want you to put a star next to all the ones that you figured out that like you failed at the first time, but then you figured it out and then you figured it out and then now you're, you're in a, a good space with it. And then I want you to circle all the ones that you failed at and then quit on. Okay. So, and it could be anything. It could be implementing systems. It could be hiring an employee. It could be starting a new program. Like any one of those things, circle anything that you didn't, uh, didn't continue on. And then look at the ones that you quit on and determine which ones really need another attempt, which ones actually could have benefited you, but you quit after that failure because you felt it meant that it wasn't meant to be. Um, You've, you've circled those things. And then from there you need to make a plan of like which ones you're going to attack first and write down, like go from there. Okay. I circled it. This one is something I could attack. Okay. Well, where were the things that went wrong? How did I do this incorrectly? What do I need to learn from this? And if you need help reach out, that's, this is literally what we do. So reach out, let us help you. I am here. I'm in your corner for life. Like I am here to help you grow your business. Okay. I got your back take advantage of it. Reach out, ask those questions, and let's figure out how to take those failures and turn them into successes. All right. I hope you enjoyed this episode. If you did, make sure you share it with someone who could hear, who would love to hear it. If you're looking for another great cheer podcast, you got to check out the Let's Talk Cheer podcast with Jason Larkins. He's got some amazing content. He's really killing it in the social media game. He's got some fun little like what's a drill I should include in every class asking some of the best tumbling instructors in the country so check out his Instagram check out his TikTok he's got some great stuff there as well and with that we will catch you on the next episode thank you for joining us for this episode of the cheer biz podcast if you would like to be featured on our podcast click the link in our description to apply if you're interested in joining next gen visit our website at www.nextgenowners.com And lastly, don't forget to subscribe to this podcast to make sure you don't miss any future episodes. Thanks for listening.